What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle here to bring you another episode. Uh, it is Halloween, so happy Halloween to everybody. I uh, went to a party last night. Uh, I'll get into that in a minute, but uh, I'm just kind of trying to recover and recuperate. I still kind of feel like crap. Um, I've just been sleeping all day on and off, laying around watching videos. I had to call off work today, uh, just because I wasn't feeling, wasn't feeling right, you know, so, anyways, we'll get into that story now, I guess, but I gotta smoke a little bit first, so, anywho, I, I wanted to kind of make a podcast last night, and I just didn't, I couldn't, you know, didn't have it in me, so, figured I'd make one tonight, and, uh, so, anywho, I'm kind of pissed, a little bit of me is pissed off at my boss, but, when do, when do I not get pissed off at my boss here lately, they've been fucking me left and right, and with my vacation time and shit that I have left that I still need to take, and a bunch of other shit. I'm trying to get this fucking, this fucking pipe cleaned out. Huh. Here we go. hitting right but it does not it's not loaded right <laughs> wow a bunch of bullshit so I'm just sitting here chilling and uh Trying to get in the groove of things again. Trying to recover. I, uh... So last night... I went to this party. It was being held by my neighbor. And, uh... At first I was... I wasn't even going to plan on going. I was just going to stay home. But... He had texted me about a week before. And he had asked me if I was going or not. And I told him that I wasn't quite sure. Because I didn't really have the money to just go out and blow on a costume. You know, just for one night. I've got a lot of things that I need to buy before winter time. And, uh, so anyways. He had told me that he really wanted me to go to this party. Just come over, have a couple of drinks. Uh... You know, they had some food there. I didn't even didn't even get to try. Uh, they had some dips and stuff like that, which, you know, it sounded good. It looked good. But I knew that I was drinking and everything. I didn't want to didn't want to eat and drink at the same time because, you know, how that goes. Could be an ugly scene. So, anyways, uh, 
So I get to this party. I decide to go over to my mom's before the party for a couple hours. And I drink a six-pack of uh, the uh, Voodoo Rangers, right? So it's, a, it's a good beer, in my opinion. One of my favorites. But, anywho. So, the party was supposed to start at 9.30. I got there a little bit after that, probably. Maybe 9.40, 9.50, I don't know, close to 10. And, uh, long story short, I was looking for the, for the host. I was looking for my neighbor. I'd seen his wife walking around being a host, but he was upstairs. Long story short. And he had came down, made an appearance, uh, it was, it was really kind of weird. It was really kind of blurry. All of it was. You know, I'll get into that in a minute too. But, uh, he had made appearances here and there. He would come downstairs from this, this gathering they were having upstairs. And he would make sure everybody's alright, make sure everybody's got a beer in their hand, you know, and then he would go back upstairs. And, supposedly... He said there was a magic show going on up, upstairs. So, at first I was thinking of going up there. You know, I didn't know that they were all hanging up, hanging out up there to begin with. I thought everybody was just hanging out on the bottom level. So anyways, he comes downstairs. He, like I said, gives me a beer, start talking and shit here and there. Well, they decide to break out some mushrooms. And, uh, I'm the type of person that, I've never taken mushrooms before in the past. Uh, just never really knew where to get them, for one. I never really wanted to take mushrooms, for two. And, so, he just, his friend, standing there at the sink in the kitchen, he just pulls out this bag of mushrooms. And by this point... I'm already feeling the beers that I already had. Those IPAs will really fuck you up. Especially when you start drinking IPA beers and then you drink like a domestic. For some reason it fucks you up twice as much. I don't know why. So I'm kind of feeling it. Kind of in the groove. And so they take it. And they take the... Uh, mushroom and they put it on a uh, spoonful of peanut butter he handed me one he took one we cheers and we both took that mushroom and uh, that's when everything started to kind of turn south that's when everything started to get kind of blurry hazy started like the room started spinning and shit like nothing was I wouldn't say it was spinning, but it was, I was really disoriented. Like, I didn't know which way was up, down. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself in my mind, oh shit, you know, I'm starting to kind of feel sick. You know, so here I start, I start panicking. You know, there's already a shitload of people around. And when I say a shitload, I'm talking about over 20 people. This was a pretty big party, so... Uh, 
So I was panicking from that. I was panicking from the drunk. I was panicking from the high. And then I was panicking because I started feeling sick, right? So... And it just came out of nowhere. Like, I started feeling really sick out of nowhere. And I think the main reason is because I took him on an empty stomach. I think that's what fucked me up the most. I didn't eat anything beforehand. And I didn't really have a chance to eat anything afterhand either. So, I'll get to that in a minute. But, uh... So, I start panicking, start freaking out. My neighbor's nowhere to be found. I'm pretty sure he's upstairs at this point. Everybody kind of dissipates, but it still seems like there's people that are staring at me. Like, there's 30 people still standing around, you know? And for some reason, I just feel like they're all their eyes are on me, you know? Probably because I didn't have a costume on and everybody else did. Maybe. Uh, maybe I was just tripping balls and couldn't really remember it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I start thinking, I need to get home. I need to fucking get home. That was the only thing that I kept thinking. I need to get home, I need to get home, I need to get home. Because I'm, I'm really tired, really fucked up right now, and I'm about to get sick. And this is the first time... That I would have gotten sick in a long time. Um, so I didn't even say goodbye to anybody. I literally just walked out the back door. And walked down their driveway and next door to my house. And that's when I started blacking out pretty much. That's when things got really hazy. Um, I came home, I threw a pizza in the oven. And I cooked that just fine. But, uh, I didn't really care for it. I didn't really care for the taste. It's a pizza that my sister gave me that her co-worker had cooked. And, uh, I didn't like the taste, honestly. Uh, the cheese was kind of weird. But, anywho. So I didn't even eat, like, half of the pizza. Probably ate like a third of it, and then I said, oh, I don't want that anymore, you know. So I went back into the kitchen, and right after I took the pizza out, I put in a tray of tater tots. Because I'm like, well, these tater tots will be good. At least it'll fill me up, and, you know. Uh, it's going to be a lot better than this pizza, you know. So I put the tater tots in there, and I went back in. To finish eating the little bit of pizza that I did want. Right. And uh. I forgot that I left the fucking tater tots in the oven. That's how fucked up I was. So. At this point I'm like. I had I had went to bed. You know I crawled up in bed. I went to sleep. I still had my jeans on. I didn't even change into any pajamas. And uh. I woke up. Who knows how long it was. It's was probably ten minutes. Maybe it was an hour. Maybe it was three hours. I don't fucking know. But I woke up to the smell of burnt food. And even though I could smell this burnt food, I, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I couldn't pinpoint it. You know, I'm like, I made the pizza, but I had already eaten the pizza. 
you know, I forgot that I put in the fucking tater tots, right? And I'm smelling it, but it's just not registering with my brain at this point. It's like, yeah, I know something's burning, but where is this burning smell coming from, you know? So I go in the kitchen, and the smoke in the house is darker in the kitchen than out in the living room. So I'm like, well, maybe it's it's uh, in here. Sure enough, uh, the oven was on. Turned it off really quick. I opened it, and sure enough, those tater tots were completely black. I'm not saying they were brown or like they were really... No, they were black. So who knows how long they were in there. But I would say every bit of an hour. I would say every bit of an hour, probably. So, <clears throat> anywho, didn't get to eat those. I wasted a whole shitload of tater tots. Um, and so I didn't really get that much food in my system. Right, threw half of it away, and then the other the half of pizza I didn't eat. You know, it was like I hardly ate anything last night, and uh, I only had like one beer while I was over there at my neighbor's. I had enough time to eat that that mushroom, drink a beer, and smoke a little bit of the blunts that they were passing around. So, and so I woke up today, I was, I had plans that I was supposed to go meet my sister over at my mom's, so I could meet up with her, so I could put that washing machine in her trunk and get it over here. It's been sitting over there for like two weeks, I don't even know, and uh, so we just had a plan, we were just going to... I was going to meet her over there with my bike, come over here, drop the washer off, and then go straight to work. And um, at a certain point in time, like, I think I was supposed to be up at noon. I think at like 9 or 10, I started realizing that this just isn't going to happen. I feel like shit today. Um, and it was pretty similar to a hangover. I had a headache, kind of. But I wasn't sure if that was from the shrooms or if that was from the alcohol. I'm pretty sure it was from the shrooms. Um, so, I felt like shit, you know. I, I, I was, uh, I literally had the shits. I had diarrhea. My stomach was killing me. It was in knots. Uh... And it was kind of a mixture between cramps and, like, sharp pains. And I felt like I wanted to throw up at some times. And sometimes I felt like I needed to shit my pants, you know. And so, anyways, I just said, I'm not going to work today. I'm dehydrated. My equilibrium's off. Like, my balance is off and everything. I just don't feel right. I don't even feel 50%, let alone 100 So... I said, it's just not safe for me to go and get on a bicycle and ride out in traffic whenever I don't feel right. <clears throat> so I called up my boss four hours ahead of time, 
and the policy states that you only have to call three hours ahead of time, but I called four hours ahead of time. And I told her that I'm not feeling good, that I'm going to have to call off. And um, she sounded disappointed, you know, she, she sighed, she kind of let out a sigh or like a, like a scoff, I don't remember. And she basically wanted to know why. And I told her, I was at a party last night, I had some shrooms, and I'm not feeling good. So she says, well, so the reason why you're not coming to work is because you got fucked up at a party last night? I said, no, the reason why I'm fucking not coming to work is because I don't feel good. Are you deaf? Are you not listening to what I just said? So she says... Clayton, how could you? Or something along those lines. How could you? Like, she was disappointed in me. Or some shit. I told her, you know, call it whatever you want. You know, you're sitting here making a big deal about it, saying, oh, it's probably just because you're fucked up. Whether, it's, whether I'm sick because I got the flu, or whether I'm sick because I had a long night last night, it's none of your fucking business. At least I got the balls to fucking call you up ahead of time instead of just not showing up to work like other people have been doing. So, and plus I've got vacation time left that they need to be lucky that I don't take that right now. So, I put it on the motherfucking calendar and then I went through the, the app because we have an app that you have to request time off. Kind of like a Facebook app, but it's for work. And so I've already requested from the 24th of December to the 2nd of January off. And I can bet you my whole life savings that she is she hasn't even looked at it yet. She hasn't even and I'm sure she's logged into the to the app. She just isn't going to approve it. And she's made that remark before in the past. She's just not going to approve it for some reason. And I think it's because they don't want to have to work the hours that I would have to generally work. You know, they, they want to take their vacation time. They've already had two vacations this year. So, anyways, I've got it put in on the schedule. I've got it put in on the calendar. And uh, if they don't give it to me, they don't give me that time off, I'm just not going to show up to work. So, it's been requested. So, uh, anyways, like I said, I've probably, this is the second day that I've called off in over three years. Over three years. So, to me, it's a slap in my face when I get scalded for calling off, you know, because I rarely do it. And she lets everybody else get away with it. And these other people are black, which I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. They're black, she's white. And I think she just doesn't want to be labeled as the racist. So she lets them get away with shit, pretty much. She favors them because she's scared that they're going to go off and say she's a racist manager if, if she doesn't comply. I think that's what it is. But, because she's even made that remark in the past about 
dealing with different customers. I didn't want to get into that because I'm pretty sure she would have just told corporate that I was a racist and it would have been a white manager versus a black customer and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I could care less. I don't know what she thinks. Uh, I couldn't really care less. Like I said, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do at the end of the day. And like I said, she should be lucky that I at least notified her. So, I just think it's really bogus and really fucked up that I have to basically beg to get a day off. And if I had my days off in a row, and like Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, then maybe I can get some fucking, maybe my body could catch a break and I can get some rest. And maybe, maybe I wouldn't you know, be having these health problems that I've been having lately. I haven't gotten sick sick with the flu or anything in over a year. I haven't even had a cold, I'm pretty sure. <coughs> <coughs> so anywho, there's other jobs that are out there hiring for $15 an hour. And there's other jobs that will hire me with even with a bad uh with a bad reference. Which I've been hearing a lot nowadays. They don't use references anymore. Because they're really limited to the questions that they can ask you to begin with. And um so they're not really doing references anymore. It's illegal, pretty much. Uh so anywho, uh, anybody will hire me with eight years of experience. I mean, I don't know anybody who wouldn't. If, if I was a, a manager or a boss somewhere and somebody came in and applied and they had worked somewhere for eight years, I would say, well, why'd they let you go? Why would, or, you know... I would just think that you would have more more likely of a chance of quitting instead of getting fired if they've kept you around for eight years. You know, so anyways, it's going to be really easy to go somewhere and tell them, yeah, I worked here for eight years, but they were dicks. They didn't treat me right. So I'm trying to find another job. And it's a shame that I put in all this time, all this effort for eight years and haven't gotten anything out of it. I haven't got my raises like I should. I haven't got uh, the benefits that I should be getting. I haven't been getting the recognition that I should be getting. I haven't had the opportunity to become an assistant, not because I haven't asked, but because they haven't came to me yet and asked me if I want to be an assistant. I think it's a very sexist workplace. When you got the boss that's a female, and she wants to hire more females, and she wants to promote more females, and she doesn't even ask any of the males if they want to be an assistant. Until recently, until Kyle just inquired about it. But anyways, I just think what I think, and I think that my boss is a sexist. 
and uh, she's only going to give certain opportunities to her favorites. So, I've been thinking about leaving that place for a while, and I just it just might happen here soon. So, because I'm getting tired of not being paid what I need to be paid, and getting treated like shit, and whenever I need to take a fucking day off, God forsake, I'm tired of getting berated for it. So, honestly, it's it's not that hard. I've got 40 days of six days, and they tell me that I can't take them unless I'm a manager. Now, isn't that a crock of shit that you're giving me, you're paying me these sick days for a reason, and you're not letting me take them, you're not letting me use them, even though they're owed to me because you guys keep giving them to me, so, so, pretty much, you don't get to take sick days unless you're a manager or an assistant manager, so, uh, but there was a point in time when somebody was sick, uh, there was a guy that used to work there named Ramon, he was sick for a whole fucking month he was out, for probably two months, he was gone, didn't even fucking have to prove that he had a doctor's note, you know, he could sit there, he told her one week that it was a chest infection, and then he told her that it was a hernia, and didn't have to prove any, with any doctor's note or nothing, and it's because it's he was black, she didn't want him to, to uh, get unemployment, or, uh, you know, to make a big scene with media and shit lately that's been going on, so... Anyways, I just think it's close to time for me to start looking for another job somewhere. I'm tired of wasting my time and my efforts at this job. And I've thought about holding on to it and transferring to go out west. Because it is a good little part-time job to have. It's really flexible. You can do it three days, four days a week. You can still go back to school. You know, so if you're working at a mom and pop shop or like a, a cigarette shop or something, they might not be as flexible on hours. So I got to really think what I want to do. But I know staying in the same situation that I've been in is not the right way to do it. <clears throat> I really just wish that they would pay me what I'm owed. And I wouldn't have to do all this. I've been there for eight fucking years. Eight years. That's not like I've just been there for two or three or four or five. No, eight fucking years. And these motherfuckers act like I was hired last year or some shit. Talk to me in the old fucking way. And treat me in the old fucking way. It's crazy crazy, and then you got people that have been there for about a year, and you'll let them get away with more shit, it just doesn't make sense, just, there's a lot of things that just don't make sense, and the management is, is not structured, you know, when people call off and shit, they don't have to show a doctor's note, they can call off whenever they want, week after week, day after day, she doesn't give a fuck, 
And then the minute that I call off, she throws a fucking fit. Maybe it's because I'm a man, and she's a woman, and she's a fucking sexist. Maybe that's the reason why. But, still isn't paying my bills to sit here and talk about why she's a sexist. It's not going to do me any good in life talking about other people's problems. But if you have a problem with somebody, if you don't like, you know, uh, how you're getting treated somewhere, it's up to you to fucking move on. It's up to you to get the, uh, to start another job or start a new path. The longer you sit there and you're complacent and you just allow it to happen, the more they're going to do it, the more they're going to treat you like shit because they think they can get away with that. They're never going to give you the respect that you deserve if you don't, if you don't take that initiative. So anyways, smoke session, smoke talk time. I haven't smoked all day. Man. So, uh... Man, that's some good weed. So, uh... I've already had... Two people... That have quit... At Circle K... Within the past few months. Two people. And they were really good workers very very good workers one one of them their last day is on the 9th I do believe and uh, the other one's already left she's already went to work for Wendy's I do believe she's a shift leader or something out there she's got to be getting paid better than what she was working at Circle K so <clears throat> anywho uh, and that's not to say she can't come back. It's not to say she can't come back because the manager that she worked for had said, you know, he'll keep her in the system. She just wants to come and work like one day a week or every other week or something just to stay in the system. He's fine with that. He's already said it, so... But I feel like if I was to leave Circle K, go get another job somewhere else, and then want to come back later down the road, three years from now, I don't think that my boss would take me back. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if she had an opening. Uh, but I think some people, once you get rid of them, it's... it's uh, Kind of like a breath of fresh air. <clears throat> and I think that's what they're trying to do. It's pissed me off enough to where I end up leaving. I end up quitting. Because the last time that she pissed me off, my boss said some off-the-wall shit. Again, she said, uh, we got into an argument one day and she asked me that what the fuck did I do around there? She asked me, what do I do 
that makes such a big difference where I work. And I told her, are you absolutely out of your mind? I do everything around here that doesn't get done whenever you guys are fucking here in the morning. I make sure this motherfucker runs smooth like butter. That's what I do. And I don't get paid to be a manager to do it. So I'm doing your job and not getting paid for it, basically. It's not my job to be a manager. It's not my job to make sure things run smooth. But that's what I do every day. You know, it just really baffles me that they haven't come to me yet and said, Hey, do you want an assistant spot? It's just a respect thing. I could say no. No, I don't really want that. I'm not really, it's not really what I'm looking for. But they haven't even fucking asked. And that's a slap in the face to somebody that's been there for eight fucking years. Eight years. That's a, that's a prison sentence. Seriously. Being stuck somewhere for eight fucking years and not uh, having a choice about it, pretty much. And I had this argument with my coworker the other night. His dumbass said, well, you have a choice. You could be homeless if you wanted. That's not really a choice, especially with wintertime coming up. Yeah, it's not really a choice. So, have to fucking work to pay bills, or else, yeah, I am homeless. And that's basically what I've been doing for the past eight years. <laughs> Give or take a couple years. So, for the past six years, I've been paying all my bills all on my own. And not having shit to show for it. I don't have my own house. I don't have my own car. You know, but things are starting to look up now. Because I'm changing the way that I think about shit. How I, how I hold myself. <clears throat> how I deal with things. And things are going to change. I had my, uh, my drug dealer today, they got pissed off at me. Well, tough shit. (coughs) 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 Because long story short, he, um, I owed him 20 bucks, right? And I'm pretty sure he's not he's not pissed over that. He's not pissed over the twenty bucks thing. It's the fact that he hasn't I haven't been buying much weed off of him to begin with. And the last two or three bags that I have got were front. I didn't pay him straightforward. He's still got his money, but I don't know. Uh he tried to come up to my job today without even calling. Without even texting. Because I told him last Thursday that uh, I would have his money for him. His measly $20, you know. And come to find out, I ended up spending a little too much money on groceries and beer and shit. And so I was like, well, I'll just pay him next week. Well, I can't because, like I said, I've got to pay rent. And then the next check after that, I had to pay rent. So I really didn't have the money to pay him until, like, 
second week of uh, November, I'm pretty sure. And I told him this. I told him I had bills to pay and everything. But he wants to keep giving me these fronts. Well, you know, bring me three more bags. Or seven more bags. Or, you know. And I told him, I don't have the fucking money to do that. I've got to pay bills. I told him that over these past couple months, really. You know, that for two weeks... I'm not going to be spending any money, pretty much. Because all of it's got to go towards bills. <clears throat> so, he came up there today to not only get his $20 without, like I said, texting me first. or And then, he was going to say, okay, well, I'm not worried about when you have it, but here's a few more bags for you. So now instead of only owing him 20, now I owe him 50. You get what I'm saying? That's, that's what he does. He, he tries to con you into buying more weed off of him. You know, whenever I need more weed, I'll fucking call you. I'll fucking text you. I'll let you know when I need more weed. I don't need you coming up to my fucking job at all hours of the day. You know behind my back basically you didn't even let me know you were coming up there it's kind of weird I at least call before I go over somewhere whether it's somebody's house whether I go over to somebody's job I generally call them first I don't just fucking show up so anyways he got a surprise because I wasn't there I had called off today because I was feeling like shit so he calls me up I don't know, about 4 o'clock, maybe. And I was not feeling good at that time. I was just kind of coming off of the, uh, I was feeling better, but I was towards the end of my mushroom trip, I guess you can call it. That's the only thing that I can think is what, what's got me feeling this way is those mushrooms. But anyways, he called me, woke me up, I had a fucking headache. And he pr proceeds to ask me where I'm at. And, uh, you know, I said I was going to get a hold of him on Thursday and blah, blah, blah. Well, then why the fuck would you tell me that, oh, it doesn't matter if you had to hold on to it for a whole year. You're good people. That's what he said. Because whenever I talked to him about it the last time, I told him, you know, there's a lot of times when I don't have the money. And he said, don't worry about it. I know I'm going to get it from you eventually. So, <clears throat> so why the fuck is he making a big deal out of $20, right? Last Thursday, well, last Tuesday, he was making a big deal about it, said, you know, would I have it on Thursday? Even before this last Thursday, like, last Monday, or Tuesday, he was making a big deal about it, asking me if I'm going to have that, and are you going to have that? <clears throat> so, what I'm going to start doing 
is only buying what I can afford to buy. I'm going to stop doing fronts. Because when you start doing fronts, uh, you can forget what you actually owe. You can, you think you owe for two bags, but you really owe for three, because you bought seven, and then you smoked three, and then you got two more, and then you fucking got seven more, and it, you just forget about what you owe and what you already paid for. So, instead of doing that and getting all behind and fucking my money up, uh, I'm not going to let it get to that point. So, I'm going to just basically cut him off. I mean, that's the best way that I can deal with that. I'll just go to him every once in a blue moon and get weed from him every once in a while. Mainly, I'm just going to just keep going to the dispensary because I'm getting good weed at the dispensary and uh, for good pricing so I know this last time uh, like I said you pay a little bit more um, if you're getting a cartridge and you're getting a thing of weed you're going to spend like 140 but you can get an eighth of weed for like 65. Which, you know, you can get an eighth on the streets for like 35. Uh, but how good is it? You know, it might be good. It might taste good. It might smoke good. But you don't know what chemicals it's been grown in. You don't know whose hands has touched it. They've got dog hair in their fucking weed, or... I've seen some shit, so... You know when you open up that sealed container from the dispensary, it's gonna be clean, fresh, honest, green. So, no chemicals, no pesticides, no fecal matter in it. I know a lot of people that have talked about that. And, um... Anyways, so the best way to deal with somebody that just doesn't get the point is to cut them off. And it's going to hurt him more than it hurts me, pretty much. Because like I said, I don't need to deal with him. I've got somebody else right now that's dying to sell weed to me. They keep hitting me up, they keep texting me, telling me they've got some fire shit. And I liked whenever I fucked with him because he used to have different shit every week. <clears throat> this one might be called Superman, but this shit that he has uh, two weeks later is uh, Kryptonite. Or <clears throat> So, I've got other people out there that can still sell me weed. Um, and... I can get it for a pretty good price. It's going to be good weed, good price. And I don't have to deal with all the problems that go along with it. And if I do, if I run into problems with this other guy, then I'll just continue to keep buying it from the dispensary every once in a while. 
I need to start slowing down on how much money a month I'm spending on that anyways. Because I've got a lot of money that I need to start saving for van life. I've got to get the tools, all the uh, supplies and everything needed. I've got to buy the van, pay off some tickets and some fines. Uh, and I've got six months to do that. So, and it's really hard here lately to find a van that's in decent shape. Um, and uh, with no rust, with low miles, or at least 100,000 miles on it. Here lately I've found them with like 250,000 miles on it. Crazy shit like that, but... Anywho... Tonight's actually Halloween, and the crazy part is it doesn't feel like Halloween. But I decided to get on here and make this podcast a little early so I'd have more time to actually kick back, relax, watch some TV, watch some spooky, ghouly uh, movies. (laughs) I really want to watch that Chucky series on the USA Network, but sucks not having cable. I got to thinking about getting Wi-Fi, you know. It's like 50 extra dollars a month. But it's like $100 to install it, right? So then I got to thinking, well, how much would this cost me, you know, for the next six months? Just for the Wi-Fi. And the answer is $600. Right? Because if you're paying 50 bucks a month, they have $100 at the beginning. And if it's 50 bucks a month times three is 150, you double that at six months, and that's 300. Okay, so 300. Yeah. 300 so it's $400 that you would pay in six months yeah (laughs) see these mushrooms are still fucking with my head can't even think right just still kind of lethargic really drained really lazy kind of sleepy still and uh, I've been up for like hours but I've been sleepy this whole time and I haven't really been myself and like I said I'm still kind of pissed about how my boss acted but at the end of the day can't do nothing about it until I do find another job um, <clears throat> some things in life you can just get over you can just get over it and move on and But some things are just not excusable. Certain actions, certain words are not excusable. So, you know, if you sit by idly 
you know, idly, sorry. <laughs> you just sit by idle, let's say that, and watch, and let them do whatever they want, and treat you how they want. You're the one that's going to get fucked in the long run. You need to start, uh, you need to start, people need to start sticking up and demanding for what they deserve to get treated right, to get paid the, the right amount of money. <clears throat> That's the reason why all these people are quitting their jobs and shit, uh, or they're leaving their one job to go to another job, is because you don't have any competitive pay. You know, you got places like Circle K that want to start you out at 11.50 or some shit. You got places like McDonald's fucking having their workers at 14. How the fuck is that even a... That doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. It's because those people don't want to work at McDonald's. Who the fuck wants to work at McDonald's? So, if you raise the price to 14 an hour... Then all of a sudden, everybody wants to work at McDonald's. You want to know why? Because there ain't nobody out there really in the restaurant world that's paying 14 an hour. And if these guys do it, then like I said, you know, but a big corporation like that, they don't care. They'd still be making bank. <clears throat> you think about every one of those sandwiches costing about $8 now. Or at least five or six. And you put out a hundred burgers during lunchtime. Let's just say a hundred. So they made like eight hundred dollars profit. And you got paid eleven fifty an hour. Or even fourteen dollars an hour. How does that make any sense? You know, corporate America is really good about fucking over people. The consumer, their employees, they really, really like sticking it up everybody's ass. <laughs> Seems like everybody loves doing that nowadays. Politicians, locally and federally. podcast just about coming to an end and uh, <clears throat> my neighbor just messaged me and said thanks for coming to the party sorry <laughs> uh, I left Early started getting tired and feeling nauseous. There we go. <clears throat> I enjoyed.
you small amount of time I did spend there. There we go. <laughs> that's funny so yeah I'm pretty much going to just turn on some Adult Swim watch some Cartoon Network got some Space Ghost to watch tonight I've got some C-Lab 2021 for all you cartoon nerds out there um, I'm going to eat some food and I'm going to go back to sleep hopefully I can shake this uh this feeling. <clears throat> the closest way to explain it is like, I feel like I'm sick, but I'm not really sick. Like, I haven't thrown up. You know, I have had the shits on and off all day. My stomach's been kind of bothering me with cramps and knots and shit. But, other than that, and kind of having my balance being off, feel pretty good so mm -hmm. end up smoking a little bit and uh, calling it a night and even though I'm you know, really trying to uh, not let certain things bother me, trying not to stress about shit anymore. And, and today, with my boss and the way that she's been acting over this this shit, you know, it just has really been testing me on how much I can ignore, how much I can really just say, you know, that it doesn't matter. That's what I got to keep telling myself is. It doesn't matter what they think or what they say. <clears throat> Just do what you need to do to make your money and go home. At the end of the day, who gives a fuck about what they think or how they feel? Just get your money and go home. Do your job and go home. That's all you're getting paid to do. You're not there to get paid to be a babysitter and deal with people's feelings. You know, you're not a fucking psychiatrist to help people with their problems that they're dealing with. You're just there to do your job and go home. So, and, you know, when you don't feel good, you don't fucking feel good. It's not like you can control it. Sometimes it just fucking happens. It comes out of the blue. So, whether you took some shrooms or whether you, you, uh, just got the flu all of a sudden sometimes it's just it happens so for somebody to lose their mind over it and treat somebody like shit when they don't feel good is not very professional but hey what do I know about being a professional right 
But what I do know is if I was a manager, there's a lot of different things that she's done that I would never fucking do. So half the, half the people that she's hired is part of the reason why we're in the fucking boat that we're in. The fact that people are quitting is because of her. And the way that she's been, you know, nobody wants to put up with that bullshit and get paid less money than what they could be making somewhere else. <clears throat> you know, and it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but like I said in my last podcast a few days ago or whatever, um, whether it's $4 more an hour, you know, or not, $160 more don't sound like a lot, you know, but it is, so, <clears throat> it doesn't matter to somebody like her, because she's a manager, she gets paid a pretty good amount of money, plus she gets a lot of different bonuses as well, we don't get any bonuses, the management gets a pretty good amount of bonuses, pretty frequently. And we're not just talking about $25 gift card or whatever. We're talking about like $600 fucking bonus and shit. Now, the employees, the associates don't get paid that. They never, they never see a gift card hardly either. So, if you want to talk about incentives, you want to talk about keeping good workers around, then you got to change the fucking structure. You have to make people want to come to work. You have to make people want to stay. You, you know, people should come into work and not want to leave. They should they should want to stick around all night and clean and work and get paid because they should be paid for what they do. If people got paid $20 an hour to go mop the floor and count money, they would want to do that. Who the fuck wouldn't want to make $20 an hour and mop a floor or, you know, run a gas station. <clears throat> if, if we got more bonuses as employees, maybe we, we would be more apt to want to go to work, for one, and for two, when we are there, to do a very good job. But this shit that we've been doing lately on this, this lift screen on upselling is doing nothing but putting money in the boss's pockets but not helping us with paying our bills pretty much and I know we're hitting it I know we're hitting our numbers we're getting over 15% for the whole store I know we are so uh, you know uh, it's all a bunch of hoopla it's all a bunch of bullshit so at the end of the day I'm not I'm gonna try not to worry about it I know it's gonna still bother me but you're going to have things that do that in life, that bother the fuck out of you, and you just got to learn to be the adult about it. So, the way that my manager acted was not the way to be an adult. So, anywho, I'm going to get off of here and end this one all tonight. Until the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it hasn't really been fun, especially last night and all day today. It's deuces. <laughs>